Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and Andy's feeling a little under the weather. He says he ate something bad, but maybe he was just drinking too much. I'm not really sure, but it's a great day to have in Matt Rooney, maybe a little hockey, definitely some baseball. I see the hat on and the smile going. I mean, had this, did the Sox play yesterday, or is today open today. day for Today's their opener. Sox. We open up uh, in Detroit to, uh, what? Two hour and a half from now, one o'clock Eastern, noon Central. So I'm I'm, I'm getting very excited. I uh, I saw the show. I didn't see the show yesterday. I didn't watch it, but I saw the the rundown and I saw Andy's Homer baseball bets in there. And now I understand. I offered if he wanted to wanted me to come on the show either yesterday or today to talk some baseball. He said, "Yeah, I want you to come on Friday because he wanted to have some uh, some Minnesota Twins Homer futures and didn't want me to shoot him down." So I figured I'd, I'd come on today and wear my White Sox gear and uh, and give him a little dose of realism and uh, and have some Homer bets myself with baseball. But I, I'm I'm really excited. We got the Masters going. We got opening day, NBA and NHL are going down the stretch. It's gonna be this is a great sports weekend. Underrated it sports really weekend after March fun. Madness wrapped up. Yeah, it's again early April is is one of the best times in sports and a March early April. But you know, it's I was saying to Andy, we're gonna have to get you guys at an actual baseball game. It turns out the Sox and the Twins are in the same division per some deep That's research true. I did yesterday. Yeah, nineteen times I believe they'll see each other this season. So we got we got to get Andy down to Chicago. They don't get it to a nice even number nineteen. I think I want to say it's nine. You play each divisional opponent nineteen times. Maybe Dan will can. Uh, let us know in the chat for sure. That seems like something he'd know off the top of his head. If not, fine. But I'm pretty sure it's you play your divisional opponents 19 times each. That's it's a lot. That's a lot. Over it's not even, but it's baseball. We'll move forward. There's, there's plenty. Baseball of does a lot out. of weird things. You said you had some homer bets for us. So, so what do we got today? I mean, are we just betting uh, on the White Sox? Or we're betting on the teams? White Sox, and as our boss Reed would love, we're going to fade the Cubs as well. Uh, I'm going with the the White Sox minus one and a half against the Tigers. Obviously, it's opening day. I'm not going to not bet that, but there's also some reasoning behind it, too. Uh, I originally thought the Tigers were throwing Casey Mize, who's their young kind of right-handed star, stud, whatever. Uh, They're going with the left-handed Eduardo Rodriguez. I I did not realize that until this morning. Uh, The White Sox, I I talked about it last year. It's no secret now that the White Sox absolutely crushed left-handed starting pitching. So it's a uh, it, it's a favorable matchup for them on opening day with as loaded of a lineup as they have, even though they're without Tim Anderson. That lineup is still really deep, one through nine. So I like them uh, on the road, granted, but minus one and a half at plus 134 against the left-handed starter. This That's just too much value to pass up for me on the White Sox. Uh, A.J. Pollock, he's going to be hitting leadoff for the Sox today in Tim Anderson's absence. He When, when Anderson's back, he's probably going to hit more seventh-ish towards the bottom of the lineup, turning it over. But uh, he brings a steady presence to right field that the White Sox really haven't had in like 20 years or since Jermaine Dye, I should probably say. So I guess getting close to 20 years. Um, He's going to get five at-bats today. He hits left-handed and right-handed pitching pretty equally well from the right. And he's uh, not a switch hitter from the right right side of the plate. Uh, But he's got a lot of depth and protection behind him. Luis Roberts hitting two, which is as good of a hitter as there is in the lineup and in baseball. So that's all the protection you could want. He's going to have five at-bats. Uh, over one and a half total bases for the leadoff man for as efficient of a hitter, a 300 hitter and AJ Pollock. I really like it plus odds, even in the colder weather. And lastly, Brewers Cubs, as I'm sitting here from in downtown Chicago and looking outside my window, uh, not sure this one's getting in today up at Wrigley, but if it does, uh, I really like the Brewers in this spot. They lost five, four yesterday. They're not going to want to start off their season, you know, dropping as NL central favorites, dropping two or three on the road and their opening series to a division rival. That's just not as good as they are. 
They also have Brandon Woodruff going on the mound today. Uh, Corbin Burns, I'm not sure he got saddled with the loss yesterday, but the, the Brewers lost with their ace on the bump. Brandon Woodruff was equally as good last year, and he was absolutely dominant against the Cubs. He was five starts. He was 2-0, 28 innings pitched, 33-9 uh, to nine strike uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio, ERA under .7, whip under .8. Like, he absolutely dominated the Cubs in a pretty big sample size. And it's a weaker lineup that the Cubs have this year than last year. So I really like the Brewers in that spot and some bad weather, which is going to favor the pitching if they can get it in. Um, the the Brandon Woodruff stats speak for themselves against the Cubs. I can dig it. And it's always nice to juxtapose beginnings with endings. As baseball starts, the NBA season winds down here. We've got nine games tonight. And as Oddly continues to <laughs> That's be a big tradition, slate. the more games there are, the less picks I have. It's, it was tough this morning. There's a lot of of hard things to figure out. So you know, we're down to about two or three games for every team. And, you know, two teams tonight, Miami and Phoenix have nothing to play for. They're one seeds. No matter what happens over these next couple games, they have home court the whole way through. They can't really do anything, but the Phoenix Suns are, are taking some money. The, the Jazz open favorites. It looks like the Suns are going to play everybody. Hard to figure that game out. The Miami Heat open up the small dogs to the Hawks, who the Hawks been playing better basketball. But if the Heat are healthy, which it seems like they are, and everybody cares, so you got to try to parse out some stuff like that. Um, you know, the Bucks are still playing hard. The Knicks and the Wizards have quit. You got a bunch of teams that are just really strong. I mean, the Lakers and Thunder. If LeBron plays tonight, look for some LeBron overs. The only reason is LeBron gonna is going to play these last two games is to try to get the scoring title mm. he's just behind Joel Embiid if he comes out has a couple big nights he could possibly do it but there is one bet I have and you know more Matt Homer picks here the Chicago Bulls no. I like the spot uh. Bulls tonight they lose to good teams they beat bad teams the Charlotte That's Hornets true. are not a good team um they come in tonight three and four a back-to-back off a tough game last night now um it looks like Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading the wrong line. Still a two and a half here. Again, the Bulls are at home. They're pretty solid. Looks like, you know, again, no Lonzo Ball. Levine should play tonight. Caruso is going to be out. But Levine, DeMar, and Vucevic should be enough tonight to, again, take over kind of a Charlotte Hornets team. Maybe look at some Vucevic overs. He generally does pretty well against this Hornets team as there really are no big men here. But should be a fun game. I thought about uh, an I, over. I had a team total over. But, yeah, two and a half. I have this closer to four, almost five. I, I hope you're right. I hope this is a fun game. We've had some uh, some real. I mean, you said the Bulls beat the bad teams, lose to the good ones, and boy, has that been true the last couple times out. I think that it was Milwaukee Tuesday, Boston Wednesday. They got smoked in both of those, and then last night we saw Milwaukee and Boston playing just like this classic game. I, I don't know if it went to overtime, but it was real close down this you know down the stretch in the fourth quarter. I was like, oh, well. These two teams are very clearly just much better than the Bulls. If we didn't learn that from Tuesday and Wednesday, really learned it last night. But hey, it's a bad team, so I'm, I'm I like your your two and a half. There's probably even some value there with how bad the Bulls have been playing um, at home. They usually play better too against these bad teams. So I, I against my better judgment and how much I like fading the Bulls lately <laughs> as a Bulls fan, uh, I think I like this two and a half. I'm just here to bet the home teams, the people that work on the show. Unfortunately, I couldn't back the Hawks tonight, and Andy's not here, so no Timberwolves bets. They're not playing anyway. But, yeah, it's a nice schedule spot for them. It should be a good point. Again, like you said, got pretty much handled by Milwaukee, Boston, and then the Heat actually uh, before those two games there. So I think we're actually getting some value finally. It's ticked a little too far the other way in the Bulls team. So that's what I've got in the association tonight. Now, you're here. we got to have some hockey, right? We do. We're not quite getting to the point where you you know you're 
talking about the NBA being really at the end of the season. And you're not sure who has what to play for. Not quite there in the NHL. And I know we, we talk about this, how turned around we are, because usually the NHL ends a little bit before the NBA. It's a little bit confusing, but the, the NHL still, you know, in full swing. There's still about a month left, still teams playing for something. So it's become a little bit easier to predict, but I've stumbled, uh, stumbled upon a trend that I've, looked into I think I talked about it last time with the those Maple Leafs second period overs that I gave out there that are now two and oh that have hit uh second period overs if you find them at these two and a half numbers are for certain for some of these teams are hitting like absolute gangbusters I, I, one of the bets I have tonight Florida Panthers that's uh adverse the Sabres that second period over I thought the Leafs were trending which they are with those second period overs the Panthers second period overs have hit eight out of the last ten times and I think the two that didn't were, you know, two goals. So right, right there, one away from from going uh, going over. I, I have no problem taking that second period over two and a half at plus one ten. I know it's you know an extra goal than periods usually are, uh, period totals usually are. But I absolutely love this trend, especially at plus money. Um, like I said, Panthers have been hitting that bet fairly easily lately, uh, like eight out of ten times. And the over in general tonight, Florida's gone over at like four out of their last five. And I think uh, or four out of their last five and then seven of their last eight have gone over seven or pushed. So I, they're scoring a lot of goals. Buffalo doesn't score a ton, but Florida's defense has been a little bit more fast and loose lately since Aaron uh, with Aaron Eckblad out. So that's a, that's a spot I like for over seven goals. It's a Friday night. Let's, let's pop on some hockey and let's root for some goals. How about that? Uh, and then the Avalanche, uh, they had a little bit of a cruise control type of last month, but it seems like they're kind of snapping out of it. They played the. They're, they're coming off two big wins against the Penguins in a home and home series. They have a, a win over the Flames. They've won four in a row, and they're, they're they've won four in a row. Uh, the Jets are kind of team on the other side of it. They are they've they've dropped three straight. They're allowing a lot of goals. They have really nothing to play for at this point. The Avalanche are trying to hang on to the number one seed in the West, which they likely will. Still have to have a good month to close it out. So in this spot, even though they're on the road, plus 136 for a team that's playing really well, that's at the top of the NHL against a team that has nothing to play for, that's that's lost three in a row. Really like that spot for Colorado to kind of keep snapping out of that cruise control they're in. So these are my bets tonight. Uh, I think it's the the two teams I've probably given out more than any this year, the Panthers and the Avalanche, but we're going to keep rolling it with it. We're going to stick with what we know. I can dig it. I like that. A lot of plus money, a lot of good stuff. And it's good you're filled up the sheet because kind of slim pickings for me again. Just the one NBA pick and tennis. We're down to the end of the week. We still have one outright left. She's doing well in Bogota. Looks like she'll win this match here and get forward to the semifinals. But just one pick again. We'll go back to Bogota. Rakamova, the underdog, got it done for us yesterday. Not only covered the spread, but one outright. So nice little money line dog here. And I like her in this spot. I thought maybe she was actually a little over favored here, but. This match should be really tough. These two women generally play very long matches. I had this closer to 21 and a half, almost 22 games myself. So to get 21 at standard juice here, thought maybe about an over two and a half, just didn't love the number, um, you know, poke around. If you have over two and a half, a plus 165 or better bet it. I just didn't see it anywhere. Um, like the over 21 here. And again, you know, if you want to sell some games, I, I might look maybe at it's tough for some of these smaller events. It's hard to find maybe a 22 at plus money, but poke around. That's a good angle. Again, just should be a very long match. Something I have closer to 21 and a half, almost 22 games. The rest of matches, you know, if you're looking for something in Charleston this afternoon, Benchich got it done for us as an underdog lean yesterday. Hopefully he didn't do the parlay. Fernandez lost as a, as a big favorite, but Benchich as a dog wouldn't be the worst idea this afternoon if you're looking for something to watch besides the golf. But Rakamova Barra, over 21 for me on the clay. I 
don't know anything about it, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Speaking of things I don't know about, now I don't know if you know anything about F1 or if Dan wants to pop in and explain whatever this means, but we've got Verstappen and Leclerc to finish on the podium and somebody named uh, Carlos and Sergio to finish top six. Now, is that just one giant parlay? Does that all go together? So, yeah. come on, Dan. So FanDuel right now, they have race specials. So it's essentially a parlay, but they have a bunch of race specials. So uh, I would wait until qualifying. So qualifying is going to be at one in the morning because they're in Australia. So wait until uh, they qualify, but these odds have actually dropped a little bit. But it's Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc to finish on the podium, which is finish one, two, or three. And then Carlos Sainz and Sergio Perez to finish in the top six. So Red Bull and Ferrari are by far the two best teams. It's not even close. Mercedes is really, really struggling, and they haven't made any improvements to their car. They probably won't until the next race. So this kind of buys you some uh, insurance. That way you don't have to necessarily say Verstappen or Leclerc is going to finish one or two. They just have to both finish in the top three, which they finished one, two in the last race, and they would have finished probably one and two in the first race if Verstappen's car hadn't crapped out. And then Sainz and Perez are the other two drivers for those two teams. So at plus 180, like barring an, a, a wreck or something, which you know could always happen, Barring something crazy, those are the four best cars on the grid. And to bet on the four best cars to finish in the top six, I like. Also, one other thing I would consider, they also have a Max Verstappen to win and have the fastest lap in the race at plus 410. Uh, I Anytime I can get Max Verstappen to do anything good at plus 400 or, or better, I'm probably going to consider it. Again, wait until qualifying. These numbers will move a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, I'm as you probably have known if you follow me on Twitter, I'm super into Formula One now. And the four for Formula One crew, uh, we have this just crazy group chat going. So if you like Formula One, we'll have or are interested in betting Formula One or DFS tomorrow at 3 p.m., there'll be a show. But uh, once again, Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc on the podium, signs and Sergio Perez top six. You just go on to FanDuel, our sponsor, you go to the F1 section, and then they have Motorsport match specials six and you got to dig down there and find it but that's a, a plus 180 that feels pretty likely to happen barring something stupid that's excellent i'm glad you came in there's no way i would have figured out what the yeah. heck all that was i could have read what dan, could have read dan's comment that's probably about it let's have ourselves <laughs> a weekend let's do it i like Nice and short and sweet today. Got our picks. Got in. Get back to watching the Masters. Everybody said Andy a DM. Make sure he's okay. I'm sure he'll be back on Monday, happy and healthy and whatnot. And maybe I don't know. I'm looking at some live odds here. I think it's time for Zalatoris. He's like twenty to five to one live. We'll see if maybe he can do it or not. I don't know. Any final is he, thoughts is he before off we wrap yet? it? Is Zalatoris off yet this morning? Yeah, he's even on the round today. Okay, I saw him uh, not long ago on you know live at the Masters on the range. Just bogeyed four sometimes. Oh. Time to grab him then if you want him. You're That's gonna get I'm some thinking. get knots increase. I like it. All right. We'll get back to the masters. Have a great weekend, everybody. Like, subscribe, thumbs up. Again, send some nice stuff to Andy. He's a little sick. Have a great weekend. Yeah.